five things a man struggles admitting to a woman. In this video, you will discover how to stop questioning and doubting yourself and breaking your head over what is your man thinking and is he saying something? Is he not saying something? What's the psychology behind it? So you can actually have clarity, confidence, and peace in your relationship. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, and for over a decade, my husband and I have been helping financially successful women to attract the right man to have a loving, long-term, and committed relationship fast. And of course, make sure you like uh, this video below and subscribe, hit the bell for more juicy training videos like this coming your way that help you to attract that right man for you. And lastly, share this training with a girlfriend or two who will feel could benefit from these powerful dating and relationship advice tricks and secrets. So let's go ahead and dive right into the five things men are truly struggling to admit to a woman and why that is. Number five, this comes really unexpected because I don't think a lot of women think about that, is he is scared of his wild man. Now, how do you know that this is actually happening? You see, when a man is scared of his wild man, he doesn't own his edge, right? Like he is like apologetic and he is like soft and he doesn't want to overstep boundaries and he like asks for permission in any way, shape or form. And in general, women just have a really hard time being like really attracted to him, right? You can almost like feel there's like something else underneath that he's not stepping into. Also, you don't really feel like he can truly protect you, right? Like, you know, what I've seen when clients have come to me and they were dating men that were scared of the wild man is that actually then the woman had to step into a wild, into a wild woman, right? She knew that when something would happen, when, you know what, would hit the fan, that he would go into hiding instead of attack, instead of defend, right? And oftentimes this can be the case when a man is scared of his wild man, it's because he has a very distorted relationship to the wild man. Now, what is the wild man? The wild man is that very primitive part of the man, right? It's sex-driven. It has a very strong killer instinct, and it's very grounded, right? So when you're with a man who is really in his wild man, you feel his presence. There's something really embodied, and you can really feel it, right? You you naturally trust it, that he's got it, right? And then what happens is when a man is scared of, scared of his wild man, he oftentimes makes other wild men wrong, right? He's like, I would never be that aggressive. You know, I'm like, no, let me, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't agree with this behavior. So the more he judges that, the more likely it is that he's actually scared of his own wild man. And that unfortunately has tremendous consequences, not only when you just start dating, but also in the long term, because a woman start to build resentment, right? Because she's saying, dude, like, you know, there's going to be tough times. And you got to like own your edge, you got to you got to step up, you know, you got to lead, you got to risk, right? And if he doesn't do that, and she has to own all the edge, then she ends up being more in a masculine role. And that, of course, is exactly what you don't want to happen, right? You want actually for the man to ideally be more in the masculine role 
because the women that come to me have already accomplished all the success in the financial realm, like in the business realm, right, in their career, but they're really struggling with attracting like that man into their life that actually holds down the fort. Number four is his little boy wants attention. Now, this is really interesting because when we talk about the little boy, it's that part, that energy inside of the man, you know, that just wants to, basically wants to have a hang, hand out, right? Doesn't want to do anything, just want to live in the day. Oftentimes, those are referred to as the Peter Pans of the world, right? And, um, and when that happens, if he wants attention, which by the way, can be the same man who is scared of the wild man, loves his little boy, loves to be taken care of, right? loves to know that the woman is in control, right? Like, I love myself a really good, strong, powerful woman, right? But like when his little boy wants attention, he goes about it in what we call the high chair tyrant, meaning he throws a fit when he doesn't get the attention. Now, oftentimes when also a man is just too over-identified in his little boy, is there's actually shame connected to it, right? Because like he knows like, you know, the woman's going to be like, uh, dude, I want you to also step up to the plate. You know what I mean? I want you to lead. So very similar to what I just said. So he's going to start to hide it. He, he's like attempting to hide it. But he can't do that long term, right? Because he also needs to get the needs met for the little boy. He wants to get all the attention. And he will do it in sort of like people-pleasing ways. And he will become very other-focused versus like focusing on himself, right? And being like, no, this is my boundary. This is my clear no. That the woman actually ends up like respecting him, not just liking him, right? Oftentimes, those particular guys, often more often than not, are going to be put in the friend zone. So... I worked with my lots of women on this, helped them to overcome their own strong part that made them attract a man who had this very strong, overly identified strong inner boy, right? And they were actually able to attract a man into their life who was balanced in all of his archetypes, right? Who's also owning the king, who's also stepping into his warrior, right? Who's also doing the research and all of those things and was also able to give the woman the attention that she truly deserved. Number three is that he can be manipulative. Now, this is interesting because this can really go both ways as well. But when I started dating my husband, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to manipulate him. I don't know what happened that night. I think I, he forgot some dishes in the sink, something simple like that. And I was like pretty annoyed by that, right? And when we get annoyed, we usually get a little rational and so I got a little rational and I was like, you know, I could like, you know, how can I, you know, kind of manipulate him, all the things. But I also had this goal that what I think, what I say, what I do is an alignment. So I'm like, oh boy, I'm in trouble, right? Because now I need to tell him, I need to tell him that I just wanted to manipulate him. So of course, I had to overcome my fears inside of myself because what were the fears inside of myself? For one... One voice was saying, if you tell your husband or back then, you know, boyfriend, like if you tell him that you wanted to manipulate him, he's never going to trust you again. 
If you tell him that you want to manipulate him, he, you will lose all your power because now your secret weapon is going to be revealed, right? And he's, he's going to think like you're, you're a snake, right? But the opposite actually happened. He actually really acknowledged it. And he's like, really? How did you want to manipulate me? And I actually said a part of me want to manipulate you. By the way, language is very important, ladies, when it comes to powerfully communicating to your man that he knows that you own it, right? And so then the cool thing is that you get to really acknowledge to each other, like, you know, like, I can be manipulative to get what I want. And that's really awesome, right? Because then you have this level of authenticity that you don't share with anyone, right? You guys are like literally unstoppable together. Number two, you know, he's really afraid to admit his worst fears or skeletons. So for example, when I met my husband Brody, his worst fear was to be trapped, to lose his freedom in a relationship, to lose his independence. Most men are afraid to share that because either they're, you know, they're like, well, what's the point? You know what I mean? Why should I share that with a woman? Number two, it could also that they're not really aware of it. It's an unconscious programming that they simply react on, right? And then the other piece is that they also want to, you know, they want to protect themselves, right? They don't want to feel the shame, you know? So they're like, they don't know how you're going to respond to that. And so they don't want to, they're like, you know what? Like, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to like rock the boat. You know what I mean? I don't want to like cause any upset and uproar. Um, and that's why most men won't share their worst fears or skeletons in the closet, especially not preemptively. They may do it later on because it's sort of reactively. Maybe it comes out sideways. Maybe they have to share something, right? But not preemptively. Not like in what my husband and I did was a shadow ceremony. Now, what is a shadow ceremony? You acknowledge your deepest, darkest fears and skeletons that you have to each other. And then you take it to into actual wedding ceremony. And you can actually find that video here on my YouTube channel. So you can actually watch it how we did it. Right? But his worst fears or skeletons. Very hard for him to admit. And this is not personal. It's not that he doesn't trust you or that you're not at a certain level, right? This has all to do with, like, his pride in, in a way, right? Like, and it's also, you know, he wants to stay the protector. Maybe some of his fears are not exactly, like, making you feel protected, whatever the case may be. Number one, he feels lost. You know, don't forget, most men feel like they are problem solvers, right? They have the map. They know the territory. They know the direction. They know where to go. So if they have to decide I don't, I don't know. I, I feel a lot. I, I, I don't, ha- I have a, I don't have a clue. Like that can be very scary to a woman. And actually to that extent that she thinks like, well, what's the purpose of me actually being with him, right? Or maybe he's so scared to admit that because he's afraid that you're going to emasculate him. And then of course, like he's, that's caused massive shame inside of his system, right? Because he's not going to feel man enough. I mean, you, that's like so huge for men, right? So if you feel like he got lost, he feels lost, he doesn't have the right answer. Maybe he got literally physically lost, you know what I mean? On the freeway, on a, on the trip, you know, just don't rub it in. 
you know, be a little bit more playful, right? Like, you know, one thing that I teach my women is to actually use those particular moments to magnify, right, your compassion, you know, and to cause a state change because hello, what do you think, right? She's going to say, I'm such an idiot. I'm so stupid. We're going to be late to the Thanksgiving dinner, blah, 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 right? Versus if she's, wow, now this is like such a great opportunity to have this and that conversation. Or look, we got to explore this particular town. Who? I wonder why this interruption occurred. What is God's message for us, right? So you get to actually be sort of that gift in that moment and potentially even like the healing as well. Now, before I share my bonus, leave a comment and review of what you're most liking from this content so far. And for those of you who said until the very end, the bonus, he feels powerless. Like This is like even another level, right? So that could be after the man like loses his job, right? Loses like some sort of status, you know? And he feels powerless. He felt help. He feels helpless. Again, he feels like he has to have all the answers. Like he needs to provide for you. If he can't provide for you, he can justify to him why he should be with you, right? And also, it's really scary. Like, like he does. He, you could. He could lose a sense of identity when he feels powerless and helpless. It could trigger childhood memories and traumas, right? And he doesn't know how you're responding to that. Because he doesn't know if you guys have what I call complementary wounds. Now, if you're codependent, meaning like similar wounds, and you're also afraid of being powerless and helpless, right? Then you're going to be reactive towards it. You're going to attack him. You're like, what are you talking about? Get yourself together. Let's go. Let's figure it out, right? But if you have another wound, a complementary wound, and you're like, I got this powerless. Like, I'm good with that. You know, I'm okay if I feel lost occasionally. I'm okay if I don't know all the answers, right? And this is like what I really seen with one of my clients is like when she was able to actually own, like, it's okay for me to be powerless or helpless or scared. Then he actually was able to communicate when he felt powerless and helpless as well, right? So many women who come to me have tried online dating, therapy, and even matchmaking to get the love they want, and nothing seems to work for them. If that's you, then I invite you to take my free quiz, Magnetize Your Man, to attract your right man for a loving, long-term and committed relationship as soon as possible. So hop on over to mymquiz.com, or the link is also in the description and comments below. Lots of love to you, ladies. And I will talk to you in the next video. Take care. Bye-bye.